Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good afternoon, my friend, and thank you so much for tuning in. Flat out beautiful day for a radio program. You can hear from the sound of the background, we are not at Broadcast Central. We're at the great uh, New York State Fair just off Chevy. Court, uh, thousands of your friends and neighbors busting around, a great spirit here. Uh, one of the icons of this fair in recent years, Lawrence Siegel, uh, is here with us. He's going uh, uh, collecting the cans, cans for cancer. How goes things uh, thus far this year, sir? Things are excellent, as always, thanks to the great people here at the fair and my friends, family, and volunteers that show up to help me. My friend Eddie and Ann are back there counting bottles and cans, thousands and thousands of them. And it, I look good because other people make me look good because they work so hard because they care so much about the cause of my life which is raising dollars for cancer research and creating early detection for all cancer. And tell people how you do that and how they can be partner up with you here at the fair. Well we have about 2,000 pink bins here at the fair. When you see a pink can I'd appreciate it if you throw just empty cans and bottles in there. Please nothing else, no sausage sandwiches or fried dough. We find a lot of that in there sadly. And uh, even if they're coming from home, if they want to bring a bag of bottles, we have a giant pink dumpster right outside the uh, medical industry building. That's great. If a million people bring a million bottles, that's $60,000 for cancer research. You've been doing it, speaking again with Lawrence Siegel, you've been doing this how long, sir? This is, well, I mean, my mom started the local chapter of the Komen Foundation back in the 80s with Carol Baldwin, so in some form or another, I've been at it for over 25 years of my life. My bottling can drive really the last 10 or 11 years, and now two years with the fair, and we did the amphitheater, and my friends at Destiny helped me, and I just get a lot of help from people in the community and people donating bottles at Bottles End in Salve and on Erie Boulevard at 2312 Erie Boulevard East. It's just, it's a collaboration of people in the community always helping me. And it's a demonstration of the fact, we're talking to Lawrence Siegel at the fair, that um, a small action in the aggregate taken by a great many people can accomplish a, a huge amount. I, at ballpark, how much have you been able to uh, raise from these uh, donations here at the fair? In the last, uh, we did I think seven or eight hundred thousand bottles last year, and we'll probably do close to another million bottles this year, which ends up being you know close to one hundred and fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. That's outstanding. Research. Uh, I somebody asked me. I think over the course of time, we're at about four point five million now, and uh, that's pretty good. And I also carry the bags of pop tabs. I pull them off the cans. I donate them to sick children at the Ronald McDonald House. The aluminum has value, and it helps the family staying there. So it's a, a double cost. I'm doing all at once. So that that can will have a redemption value, the nickel or whatever that is, right? Yep. But the tab has a scrap aluminum value. You're absolutely correct. That, you said it perfectly. And as a matter of fact, unfortunately, we can't get a better bottle bill passed in New York. I've tried very hard. They won't pass it, like on Gatorade and Powerade and all these things. I think every bottle should have five cents. We get six cents in our case because 100% of it goes to cancer research. But Adam Weitzman came up to us earlier today and said he's going to, the aluminum that doesn't work, he's going to give us money for that and he's going to 
double that. So we're going to hold on to every aluminum can here we, we get at the fair. That's huge. We're talking to Lawrence Siegel. Uh, Adam Weitzman has taken scrap and made it into big, big business. But, but he, tell, explain again this deal. If you have a non-redeemable aluminum container, right. he'll buy that at twice the market price. That's what he's going to that's what I was told he's going to do for us today. Somebody told me secondhand that that's what he's going to do to help us out, to help us raise money for cancer research. And I sort of cried when I heard that. I think it's great. I think anybody that can donate anything small or big to this cause is a hero in my mind. And I've met a lot of heroes along the way. So I'm, again, I'm only as good as the people in this community. And there's a lot of great people in central New York. Talking to Lawrence Siegel, and it's Cans for Cancer. Uh, people, in addition to the fair, you get something to drink here, you bring something out. Of course, it goes in the pink bin. But elsewhere in the community, elsewhere in the year in their life, what do they do? Uh, well, I'm, people see me at the mall. I, I haven't been feeling well the last year, so people haven't seen me around the community as much. But uh, they can go to Bottles End and Salve, 101 Montrose Avenue, on the corner of Montrose and West Genesee, or my friends 2312 Erie Boulevard East, Express Bottle Return. It's the old Erie Boulevard Bowling Center, a recycling which is right across from destiny any of those three places will take them all year long and they will donate six cents not five cents to cancer research that's outstanding is there a website or anything where people can direct do, uh, do, uh, donate directly on, on my uh, my Facebook is bottles b-o-t-t-l-e-s for the word for a cure bottles for a cure I'm also part of the real men wear pink campaign this year for the American Cancer Society so you can donate on there you just google real men wear pink Syracuse and click on Lawrence Siegel and every dollar of that goes to the local American uh, Cancer Society here in East Syracuse. Outstanding. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a rhetorical question. But but what does it mean? What is this about? Well, you know, I always said, you know, if I were to die today, it's not about the bottles and cans. It's about helping people. Somebody just came up to me, homeless person who donates their bottles frequently to my drive, gave him a hug. He's going around asking me, he's homeless, he's going around, a homeless veteran asking how he can help me. It's about the people that I meet, it's about the lives that you touch, and it's about raising dollars for cancer research at Upstate Cancer Center here in Syracuse, which treats men, women, and children battling cancer every day. There are brilliant doctors there and PA and nurses. Their names are not known. They're heroes, and they do great work treating people with cancer in this community, and it's an honor to raise dollars for cancer research for that hospital, and I enjoy it. That's what it's about. Lawrence Siegel, uh, the, the, the emotion in your voice is is always I, I i've seen you do this you know the, the, the how, how long you've been gathering at the at the fair two years this is well this is not my my third year but last year they put out the 2000 pink pins and we combined with onondaga county and uh got into the amphitheater as well so the pink pins are all over central new york now and that's you know the people at the fair are great troy gene and all the people here have been fabulous to me and the, and the people that work for the uh maintenance company they go along with it too. They're trying to get, they're excited to get bottles and cans and drop them off at our trailer. And they're so excited to participate and raise money. There's so many great people here. And that's what it's about. I love meeting great people here every year. Well, they're, they're drawn to you by your greatness and goodness, sir. I appreciate you, admire you. Every time I see you, lift my spirit. And, and here's the deal. You're also doing a quiet little sermon out here because all day long you're scurrying around and those are helping you and you're digging through these pink bins and people know what that means. And that sends a message and that kind of pricks their conscience and asks them the question, what can you do? I think it's important. Somebody came up to me earlier and said that I touched their heart and I think that's important. And I think every person can make a difference wherever they are in the country, big or small, every day. You don't have to be rich, poor, you can be anybody and you can make a difference if you're motivated and you try hard and you work hard at it. And 
I'm exhausted sometimes and my, my back hurts me and I have all sorts of health things, but you keep going and I, I would encourage people to make a difference. This is a great community we live in and a lot of great generous people here that donate quietly. They don't want to be recognized. They've donated in my drive without asking for recognition. So I know they exist and uh, I love it. I love meeting people, putting a smile on their face and educating them about how they can, you know, how a bottling can can turn into dollars for cancer research. As a- Amen. And you, you, you literally earlier had a homeless man fishing through the, uh, uh, the big barrel over here, digging out cans for you. Yeah, he was literally going through the going through the cans to pull out cans for my cancer drive. And I see him at Bottle's End all the time. And uh, I've tried to help him where I can in the past. And he's there and he always says, hey, Lawrence, I brought in. He's out there on the street and he's collecting bottles for cancer research. Yeah, it's outstanding. It's awesome. Lawrence Siegel, God bless you. Thank you so Thank much. You, Bob. Thank you very much. And thanks to everybody in central New York and here at the fair who helps me. Amen. You betcha. We'll see you next week. Thank you. We'll be back. It's time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, friends. We're here at the Great New York State Fair. In fact, we're right outside a beautiful display from the New York Army National Guard. Uh, young gentleman, what, what's your name and rank, please? Specialist Zach Briggs. Uh, where, where are you from, sir? Cicero, New York. That's the way. Uh, grew up high school there and all? Yes, sir. I went to CNS High School. And now you're a recruiter for the uh, New York Army National Guard? Yes, sir. That's outstanding. What? what, what uh, before you became a recruiter, what was your job in the Guard? I was a 25 Quebec, which is a multi-channel transmission systems operator, so it's a lot of uh, radios and satellites. Army trained you how to do that? Yes, sir. Army trained people to do a lot of different things. Just about anything. Aviation, if you want to be a Blackhawk mechanic, if you want to be an infantry specialist, anything like that. And now you're helping other people answer questions, learn more, possibly get into the uh, uh, National Guard. Yes, sir. If you are 17 years older of age, um, we can get you a $20,000 signing bonus. Up, we pay up to $50,000 in federal loan repayments, and we can get you paid to go to college. One thing that some people will do with the Guard is, you talk about 17-year-olds, uh, you'll, they can go to basic training that summer after their junior year. That is correct. So what, what that means is you can, go to, you can do your junior year of high school, you go to basic training right during that summer, come home, do your senior year of high school, go to, get you to AIT school, which is a job training after basic training, and you can start your career. Yeah, it's, uh, you think about it, what would it be like to be a senior in high school and have already had the refining and defining experience of, uh, of becoming a soldier? You'd have a lot more discipline than most of the kids in your graduating class, that's for sure. It, it, people who come to you are looking for what? Well, they're looking for job opportunities. You know, it's a, it's a really good part-time job opportunity. Um, I mean, you go to base training, go to AIT school, and you come home and you do one weekend training a month and two weeks in the summer. Too easy. And, uh, and again, not like we're plugging the New York Army National Guard, but in in the uh, New York Army National Guard, there are also like educational benefits at SUNY schools, right? Absolutely. So, say you join straight out of high school, you could go to any SUNY school for tuition free. That ain't so bad. That is a very good gig. Well, here, here's the deal. We also are a nation at war, and the, and the National Guard can be called into federal service, can be deployed overseas. What do you say to uh, recruits and their parents about that? Well, so National Guard units are deployable once every five years. Um, and so basically when your year is up for deployment and your unit is up for deployment, you can either go, I mean, they can send you really wherever, wherever wherever the, uh, the, the Army needs you. Um, Which the, is part of the... I don't know if I thrill is the right word, but that's who you are. That's kind of what you signed up for. Exactly. That's what you've trained for. That's who you are. You're America's defenders. Exactly. And on top of that, we also have state active duty opportunities as well. So if there's ever a natural disaster, we're called to help those out as well. There's a flood. There's a blizzard. People are in trouble. The New York Army National Guard is there taking care of them. Yes, sir. 
Uh, we live in a day where patriotism means different things to different people. As a soldier, as a National Guardsman here in New York, what's it mean to you? All, all it means, not only serving my country, but serving my community as well. Um, you know, I am a... I'm an asset to others, and I love helping people out, stuff like that. You know? How tall are you? I am 6'2". Okay, so you're 6'2", you look like a movie star, you're in uniform, you got the hat on, you're squared away. Thousands of people, your fellow New Yorkers, pass by here. How do they react to you? What do they say to you? Not just who you are personally, but who you are as a, as a New York Army National Guard soldier. Um, well, a lot, of, a lot of the questions I have are, I mean, really the... the the benefits that come with a guard, you know. So a lot of them ask, you know, can I get free college out of this? And one of the one of the things that a lot of the people that confuses them is that they're only part-time army, so they're not active-duty soldiers. They do training one week in the month, two weeks in the summer, you know. So you can do this part-time, and then this is going to help you out with a civilian job once you get out of training. And speaking of my civilian job, if I say, yeah, I don't know if I can do this because, like, maybe I couldn't get away for those weeks in the summer or whatever else like that. Um, so there's also makeup days. So you can obviously get a, if there's a time where you can't go to training, you can make those days up within your unit whenever you're free. And also, I think employers tend to value uh, guardsmen. That's, that's the kind of employee you want. If you work for a government or a school or something like that, you're 100% good to go. But uh, again, a, a, an employee who's a National Guardsman is a better employee. Absolutely. You not only do have that um, Army discipline, but... You're also motivated. You know, you're always on time. They treat you to be 10 minutes early. And that's that's always late when you're 10 minutes early. You gotta be you gotta be early. You're always on time, and you're also motivated to work. It's a funny thing. Be in the right place at the right time. Attention to detail. Mission accomplishment. These are people who get things done, and that's a pretty good profile for an employee. Now here's the deal. Basic training. People say, oh, that's hard and shouting and push-ups and whatever. What are they gonna learn? How are they gonna get through? So, everyone says base training is difficult. Once you get there, it's all. I mean. And you do the things that you're supposed to call to do at basic training, you are a whole lot more mentally motivated in your in your in your lifestyle that you're just a much better person once you get through all that stuff. Yeah, and who says difficult is bad, right? You're, you're gonna get, you're gonna be pushed to your limits, and you're, there's gonna be a lot of the stuff that it sucks and it, it's difficult. But once you get through it, you are a much better person mentally. 100%. Appreciate your service. God bless you, my friend. Thank you, sir. You bet. You take care. Hey, real quick, website number. One second. He's pulling out the card. It's it, here we go. My station commander's name is Staff Sergeant Adam Toussaint. His number is 315-640-2277. Outstanding. Appreciate it. God bless you. Take care, stud. It's time for news. We'll be back after that. We're going to check out the start of the parade right after Dave Smith's newscast on 570 WSYR. Oh, my gosh. There's some beautiful music right there, don't you think? I do love that. That's Galuski's theme song right there. And in my mind, old Joe was walking beside me. Uh, we're heading towards the start of the big parade here. And uh, they have uh, kept the route of the parade, same as years past. But the deal is that they're starting where used to be they finished. And so I, hoping to hear the bands warm up and chit-chat with some of those folks, maybe the Baldwinsville Bee. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These are out tonight. I went to where it used to start. 
which is where unfortunately now it ends. So we're engaged in a quasi-forced march across the length of the uh, state fairgrounds, hoping to go catch some of those people before they, at 6 o'clock, start to entertaining the people here. Just a real quick thing on Uncle Don's tweet there relative to who's the greater threat to America, the uh, guy who's the communist dictator of China or the fellow who's the head of the uh, uh, Federal Reserve. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Trump guy, but, like, that's a dumbass question, right? I mean, the, and, and the only unfortunate thing about it is that somebody is going to believe that. Somebody is going to look at that and say, yes, the Federal Reserve is the bad guy. Now, here's the thing. I'm not a fan of the Federal Reserve. I, it's not, I, I, no, it's not my thing. Uh, I, it was a gift given us by Woodrow Wilson, who I would argue is the worst president we ever had. He came up with more stupid ideas than you can shake a stick at. But the deal is that it exists and it's out there. And Trump says that the Federal Reserve is the reason for any softening of the economy that we have had. And, and here's the deal. I don't want to defend an institution that I don't think we need and, and never should have had. But the, the simple fact is that the Federal Reserve has done essentially nothing with interest rates. There's been no cranking hard this way or that. And, and interest rates, even though they're a little higher than they have been, are still at almost historic lows. So what could you do more? I mean, do you, do you, do you pay negative interest? And also, you know, I don't want to be a jerk. And, and yes, we have our criticisms of the Federal Reserve Board. But to compare the Fed, which has, you know, tried to safeguard our economy over years, with the guy who's, again, the communist dictator of our number one rival in the world, a, a country that is doing everything it can to shoot us down, is just preposterous, right? And one thing, if I could, on China, the deal is that China, just yesterday, I mean, which in the whole world clock time was the same day that Trump issued his tweet, but China just yesterday said that the fentanyl opioid crisis in America was completely a consequence of America's social moral failings. Now, we, the United States, have said, hey, China, you seem to be the manufacturer of like the lion's share of the fentanyl that's killing our people, right? So maybe you could back the frig off that and we'd have fewer of our dead brothers and sisters in the streets. And China says, no, 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 it is the taker of the fentanyl, not the maker of the fentanyl who is morally wrong. Well, um, which seems to, uh, my way of thinking, be a giant middle finger right in the face of everyone who has lost a loved one to this uh, uh, horrible plague of uh, opioid abuse, right? Which starts off in, uh, with the oxys and everything else like that, but ends up very quickly being street drugs of which heroin is one and increasingly fentanyl is the other. So that's just an illustration of the fact that Right now, China is far from our friend. Right now, China, its entire, for example, military philosophy and practice is to prepare to go to war with the United States, right? They are not, by any means, our friend. And again, I'm no fan of the Federal Reserve Board, but I'm very clear in my mind that the guy who runs the Fed 
is, according to the best of his abilities, trying to help America. And the guy who leads China is, according to the best of his abilities, trying to kill America, right? And again, I'm not confused about which one uh, is my friend. Well, in one of those uh, superhuman Herculean tasks for which I am so well known, uh, we have walked all the way across the uh, state fairgrounds to the exposition center, searching for the gathering start of the uh, uh, parade. And uh, thus far, I see nothing. So, uh, yeah, I apologize for that. But, but here's the thing, real quick. You have heard the weather forecast for the weekend. Um, it's going to be perfect. Uh, this fair, this town, this weekend, it's going to be just delightful. It's going to be uh, swarmed with good people. Lots of room for you and yours. And if you're thinking about when are we going out, uh, you could not ask for better than this weekend uh, right here. Real quick, and some other stuff in the news that uh, happened while you were uh, working today. There has been, you've seen on TV this Syracuse police officer, uh, Brandon Hanks. He's gotten some uh, attention. Uh, he's saying, I say something to my associate. Could you go over there and ask those troopers if they know where the parade is forming up? And then we'll go there. Thank you. Um, but uh, this Brandon Hanks, who's uh, he's just in his second year as a Syracuse police officer, right? So that's like rookie to the bone. Um, but he's that guy who's done that little thing, that thing with the uh, kids in uh, like the area where he patrols. You know, uh, uh, Chief Buckner uh, broke it up into uh, sections, if you will, each commanded by a captain. So what uh, Officer Hanks does is he goes out and he uh, challenges the little kids there to uh, uh, play basketball. And the deal is simply this. If uh, you... If he scores on you first, which he's pretty good, and that's apt to happen, but if he scores on you first, then you have to do 20 push-ups, right? And if, if you score on him first, which might be tough if you're seven years old and he's a grown man, but if you score on him first, um, you, you get a pair of, of basketball shoes. And so, second year cop, he doesn't have the biggest paycheck in the world. Got a pretty good size heart, though. Um, he, the other day, bought his first pair of shoes. Now, now, here's the thing, before we go any further on this, what I love about this is that even when the kids lose, they win. Because if you can encourage folks to, uh, I will just follow you to where it is, you don't need to tell me. Um, but if you can encourage kids to exercise, if you can get a youngster to drop and be able to do 20 push-ups, that's outstanding, right? The push-up is our friend. I mean, it sucks. It's no fun to do. But if you, oh, just a second. We got, we got a, we got a copycat. Old Town Road here. I, I'm walking by the key club. Got some young white kid here on his guitar. He's, he's, he's doing his quasi rap. Very nice. Nothing, nothing but good music here at the fair. No doubt about that. Oh, town road. That's the way. Nothing but fun. Nothing but fun. What, so, so here's the deal. What you got is that this cop. Nice to see you, gentlemen. Nice to see you. God bless you. I see you. We'll see you guys. Thank you. You bet. But the deal is, you got. Oh, I'm, I'm on topic. I, I didn't forget what we were talking about. 
the deal is that, um, so he, he gave away his first pair of shoes. He's encouraging fitness. He's uh, doing one of those cutesy things that seem to be all the rage between cops and other people. And, uh, and some kids are going to end up with a pair of shoes, which gets to the thing that's new today. And that is that this deal kind of uh, uh, took off on social media, uh, got bounced around the country a little bit. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Ray John Rondo, forgive me, I'm not an NBA man, I don't know the fellow's name, but he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. He said, I can help back that up. And so Ray John Rondo, uh, the Lakers, he said, I will buy 25 pairs of shoes. And so this Syracuse police officer's effort to, you know, one, you got school come up and kids could use a new pair of shoes. Uh, and two, yeah, we're trying to build better relations between cops and community. Uh, somebody stepping up and, and helping out, which raises a question. If a guy from Los Angeles who plays basketball can uh, come up with 25 pairs of shoes, for Syracuse kids. I wonder if you could call up Chief Buckner's office and say, I don't happen to be a millionaire, but I could buy one pair of basketball shoes for this or some other officer to give to some kid someplace. Maybe you'd get a certificate that go to the police department. Maybe that's something you could do. The, the thing about all this stuff is not just to admire what others do, but to uh, emulate uh, what others do and to be of service where you are and, and, and how you can. Listen, it's time for traffic and weather. We'll be back right after that on 570 WSYR. Yes. Yeah, Bob Lonsbury, WSYR. Uh, Monday, just before it starts, we'll grab and talk. Okay, okay yeah, Casey, Casey Vanderstaff is who you want to talk to. He's okay. the director. Okay, excellent. He Thank was you. just here a minute ago. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Thank you so much. Okay, I apologize, friends. Listen, I'm not paying attention. We're here. The parade is about to kick off. The lead unit is the uh, uh, Flower City Pride Band. Sir, what's your name? My name's Andrew Virgin. Awful nice of you to come up here from Rochester to help lead this Syracuse State Fair Parade. Yeah, absolutely. We've been doing this for about five years now. Outstanding. It speaks uh, pretty well your commitment and your musical ability. What's it mean to lead a parade like this on a day like this at the State Fair? It's a big honor for us. Again, the last five years we've had the honor of doing this and it really means a lot to us and our community to show our support for everybody. You go to the, uh, uh, the sand sculpture and it marks the 50th anniversary of what truly is the modern uh, gay pride movement. And in uh, you know, a lifetime, it's a whole different world. Absolutely, it's day and night. I'm only 38 and even when I came out things were completely different now than they are today. It's a much safer world. Not safe enough yet, but we're getting there. Here's the deal. I have seen your band over a number of years and it has grown. What's that a reflection of? I think a lot of it has to do with everyday events that are happening in the political world. People see the struggles that we deal with and they run to us to help support everyone else as well. And uh, here's the thing, many people listening you know, are, are not gay uh, and may or may not you know, identify or see a role for themselves in all of this. Why is this their day also? Why is this their parade also, please, sir? Because this is a day about inclusivity of everyone. Even in our band, we have members that aren't gay. They're our allies, and we accept them as well. This day really is about everyone. Outstanding, outstanding. And the state fair, that's the platform. This, this right now, today, is New York's Main Street. Absolutely, I can't disagree with you. And you're not just marching down it, you're leading the parade. Absolutely, it's actually a surprise when I got here and heard that. I was like, that's perfect, that's right where we belong. Now here's the thing, that because I think there is a Syracuse band, isn't there? 
Not it's small. No, is it? I, I'm not aware of them. Okay. Uh, I know they have a gay men's chorus, um, but I do not know if they have a band. Maybe once in startup, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, congratulations. Thanks to you. Thank you. Thanks, strong to me. My pleasure. Thanks. Have a great parade. You too. You betcha. We're about to start uh, the uh, uh, parade here. Uh, if I if I could, I'm going to walk over just for a second. Uh, if I could. So, I, I apologize for intruding. I, I apologize for intruding. I'm a WSYR radio, sir. You're the Grand Marshal, is that correct? Your name, please? Martin Boyce. Fifty years ago, you were living in a different world. You were, you were there at the Stonewall Riots. A trite question, but from there to here, what's it mean? It means everything. It means complete change. Uh, the raising of the flag, my riding in this car. I mean, uh, I was lucky I didn't get in trouble being on a bus. But now I'm in a car and I'm safe. You, you once were seen as an enemy of the law within your lifetime, but today you are leading the parade on New York's Main Street at the State Fair. Well, change is possible, so we all can have hope. And here's a, thing, a question for you personally. You are representing a, a movement, a people, a generation, some of whom have passed. What's it like to have that on your shoulder? It means I have to be, uh, I have to speak for those that are not with us anymore. And I have to put my heart into my speeches, and that's what I try to do. What's the message of the gay uh, pride movement to the entirety of society, sir? The message is uh, believe in yourself, fight for yourself, because people will believe in you and fight with you. Outstanding. Thank you, and congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Enjoy the parade. Uh, we're stepping back here a little bit. Also going to be participating are the uh, uh, Baldwinsville Bees, but they'll also be back for the uh, big parade on uh, uh, Tuesday uh, and Monday of this next week coming up. We're walking back uh, uh, farther here. We've got a... Uh, well, we got music playing in the background, so we're done. But uh, there are all sorts of emergency vehicles. We've got some other marching bands. And uh, again, this is a great New York State Fair. The weather is going to be perfect this weekend. I sure encourage you to get out. Do not miss it. And we'll be doing the show from here uh, all of next week live. Uh, I hope you'll tune in then. God bless you. Keep your chin up. God bless the United States of America. Your weekend assignment is what it always is. Tonight, tomorrow, get out to Temple Mosque or Synagogue Faith. That I hope you'll join me at church on Sunday. And then Monday afternoon, it's you and me back here, 3 to 6 on 570 WSYR. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.